Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're continuing the book of Job, chapter 31, looking at verses 9 through 15 in the New Living Translation. Job is feeling, I think, past frustration, maybe. He's to the point now where, you know, he's making vows that, like saying, uh, if I do such and such, let lightning strike. But, you know, that's not what he said. But let's listen to his words. It reads, if my heart has been seduced by a woman or if I have lusted for my neighbor's wife, then let my wife serve another man. Let other men sleep with her. For lust is a shameful sin, a crime that should be punished. It is a fire that burns all the way to hell. It would wipe out everything I own. If I have been unfair to my male or female servants when they brought their complaints to me, how could I face God? What could I say when he questioned me? For God created both me and my servants. He created us both in the womb. Again, this is Job 31 verses 9 through 15 in the New Living Translation, which titles this Job's final protest of innocence as he proclaims his purity and his innocence. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening. And if you haven't subscribed and followed, please do so. Thanks to Podchaser for naming my podcast to its list of 60 best podcasts to discover in November. Give it a listen. Drop me a line. Like me and follow on Facebook and Twitter. We're looking again at Job chapter 31, verses 9 through 15 in the New Living Translation. In this section, Job is letting his audience know, I am not an adulterer, nor have I been cruel to my servants. Um, As he did not wrong his own marriage bed by keeping a concubine, and of course he could have because he was a wealthy person and wealthy uh, men usually had concubines and multiple wives. That was not Job's problem. He did not even uh, think about taking another woman into his bed. And he was also careful not to offend or cause injury to any of his neighbor's marriages by defiling their marriage bed. Job wants his audience to know that he's clear from this type of sin. He did not so much as covet his neighbor's neighbor's wife, for even his heart was not deceived by a woman. The beauty of another man's wife did not uh, kindle in him any unchaste desires, nor was he ever moved by the allurements of an adulterous woman. As we read about in Proverbs chapter 7, 
and Job alluded to it in earlier chapters. Uh, Job's curse here is directed rela uh, directly related to the sin of, uh, it accompanies, which is adultery. So the curse is, then let my wife serve another man, let other men sleep with her. And the commentaries use a different translation for this. It says that um, the, the to serve was be like the word grind, which has a double meaning. It could be a euphemism for sexual relations, or it could refer to slavery. Female slaves in Egypt were forced to grind the mill. Uh, when imprisoned by the Philistines, Samson was forced to grind the mill. So, you know, that's a grueling job. That's a hard job it's for any, if it's hard for a man, can you imagine female slaves having to grind mill? Because, you know, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of the movie set and how big that thing was. And, you know, the fact that Samson and his strength could push it by himself. But can you imagine how many women would have to push that? But anyway, I'm getting off topic. Job likens adultery to a fire that consumes everything all the way to the realm of the dead, which is a place that is dismal and is characterized by ruin, perishing, and destruction. So he's saying for, to the person that is an adulterer, which he's not, and, you know, that curse that comes with being a an adulterer was one that uh, for those who disobeyed the law and that's found in Deuteronomy 28 but he's saying I'm not an adulterer I'm not um, next thing he says I would, would never uh, abuse my my servants many of his servants were uh, slain in his service in uh, chapter 1, remember when uh, the, the children were destroyed and the servants? His servant, many of his servants were slain. And the ones who weren't are, were unkind and undutiful. And they despised him. And they didn't do what he wanted them to do. He complained about that. But he could take comfort in the fact that during his prosperity, he uh, behaved well toward his employees, toward his servants. He never mistreated them. He respected them. And if they had complaints, they could bring, it, bring their complaints to him. And Job looked at it as we both are, both are born, or we, you know, are born of a woman. So because we are created the same way, you know, Kindness wasn't going to hurt. And where the law advocates kindness to servants, it also reminds the people of Israel that they had been slaves. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Job is a difficult, challenging book, and it gives us a lot to think about. God, as we think about and ponder your word, help us to, to clearly understand what it is that we need to, to learn from this book. God, we know that uh, we can talk to you just as Job has. We know that you do hear and you do listen, and we thank you for that. And we pray now, Father, for those who need you in a special way, 
those who need um, a special blessing from heaven, we're praying for them. Praying for uh, family members with their special and various needs, you know what they are. Praying for friends who have various and you know what the needs are. Praying for those who are listening who may have special uh, prayer requests. Praying that you hear and listen and answer those prayers also. Father, the needs are many, but we still have a lot to praise you for. And we do praise you, and we do bless you, and we do thank you. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.